0: Welcome to Mentally Stronger, the podcast where with every episode, we're learning practical ways to let go of stress and struggles, grow our mental strengths and live a happier, healthier, more meaningful life. I'm your host, Melly O'Brien, co-founder of Mindfulness.com and creator of mindfulness-based mental strength training. I'm so glad to have you with me. Let's dive in to today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about jumping to conclusions. Now, this is one of those mental habits that we all unconsciously do from time to time as we go about life. And, you know, it's usually something that we don't think much about. We don't think there's much consequence to it. But today, I'm going to share with you why this seemingly small habit can lead to big problems in our lives and can really sap our mental strength. And I'm also going to share with you a simple practice that you can deploy immediately in your life that will help you shift to a more mentally strong mindset. So first, let's look at why the human mind has this particular habit in the first place. I'm going to start off by sharing a short story with you, line by line. Johnny was on his way to school. He was worried about the maths lesson. He wasn't sure if he could control the class again today. It really wasn't part of a janitor's duty. Okay, so what did you notice happening in your mind as I spoke those sentences? Most people find that they repeatedly update their view of what's happening in their mind's eye. First, they assume that Johnny is a young student. Then they assume a teacher. And then this vision morphs into a picture of a janitor. Now, this simple example illustrates how our mind is continuously working behind the scenes as we go about our lives to build a picture of reality. The human mind likes certainty. It likes to know what's going on. So because the mind does this so quickly, this kind of assuming and building a picture of what's happening, we rarely, if ever, experience life as it is. Totally objectively, but instead we experience it through assumptions and viewpoints and inferences that we make based on the data that we're given in any moment. So the mind will take that initial data and then it will elaborate, attach stories to it, make assumptions based on past experience and try to anticipate what this is likely going to mean in the future. And it does this at lightning speed. The mind does this because. Throughout evolution, it was a helpful thing for the human mind to try to make an assumption and then act on what we think was going to happen as quickly as possible. So, as a result of this mental habit of sort of jumping to conclusions, making judgments about things, events experienced in the mind's eye can end up differing massively from one person to the next and from objective reality. Now, on any given day, We are constantly making guesses and assumptions and predictions about the world, about other people, and we're barely even conscious of it. But these assumptions are often wrong and it can also lead to a lot of misunderstanding, misperception, conflict and stress and suffering. The Johnny story really does point beautifully to a very simple lesson about jumping to conclusions and making assumptions And that is we often get it wrong or we build an incomplete picture of what's going on. Now, furthermore, because the brain has a built in negativity bias, we are quicker to jump to negative conclusions rather than what I would call generous conclusions. Now, if you want to learn more about the negativity bias, go and check out episode two of the Mentally Stronger podcast. But our our conclusions, our assumptions are basically our interpretations of other people, of situations, of behaviors and about events and situations. So let's make this real in in a scenario that's probably going to be familiar to many of us, a simple scenario like this. Let's say you leave a message on a friend's voicemail and the message is asking them for some urgent advice on an issue that you're trying to resolve. You know that your friend has expertise in this area, you're in a pinch and so you, you wait for an hour, they don't call, so you call again and then you text them and let them know it really is urgent. But hours go by and then days go by, no reply, nothing. You end up having to figure this issue out on your own without their help. What goes through your head at this point? For many of us in a situation like this, we will jump to negative conclusions, perhaps thinking something like, obviously this person isn't who I thought they were. They're they're actually just lazy, selfish or rude. Or maybe you think to yourself, this person doesn't really care about me very much or, or value me at all you know, or maybe we conclude that, you know, now that you're in a pinch, you're seeing their quote unquote true colors. I hear this sometimes people will say, oh, somebody disappoints them or lets them down or doesn't act the way they they think they say, yeah, oh, now I'm seeing their true colors. Right. So in this scenario, what's happening here is we're, we're taking our friends lack of response personally and assuming that they don't care. They don't value us or value our time or they're just a such and such kind of a person. Now, these assumptions will usually result in feelings of anger, frustration, annoyance, resentment. Maybe we even decide to send a blunt text back saying, don't worry, I figured it out on my own. I won't bother calling you next time. Or if we're feeling really vengeful, maybe we go ahead and tell a friend or two that you've realized who this person really is now. You know, they're actually lazy and selfish or Or maybe you decide to yourself, well, you're never going to help them again and you ignore their calls, right? Now, of course, it's natural to feel some frustration or some disappointment in a situation like this. But is jumping to such negative assumptions really the appropriate response? Now, it's important for us to recognize that a lot of the time in situations like this, we are jumping to a conclusion. In other words, we are making an interpretation of the situation, you know, with a negative spin. We often reflexively assume the worst of other people because our mind easily, as we said, it tips that way. It tips into the negativity bias. So this is a mental habit that I'm going to argue is not so useful, a habit that draws us into reactivity, negativity, conflict, and hostility. But what if instead we intentionally chose to assume the best of people and to jump to generous conclusions? So what what would that mean? What would that look like? But in her book, Rising Strong, Brene Brown describes how she learned the importance of assuming that people are doing the best they can and assuming that they have good intentions, right? So whenever she had a conflict with a colleague, she would ask herself what's the most generous assumption I could make about this person's intentions or what this person said. So what would happen if you learned to jump to the best conclusion instead of the worst? In the scenario I spoke about earlier, where your friend doesn't call you back in a time of need, you know, we might consider that our friend actually is a kind and decent person, but someone who obviously has their own problems and demands to deal with. We might consider that many times in our lives they've shown care, consideration and kindness, and we actually feel really confident that they do value us. We might even take a moment to step outside of what we want from them in that moment and think, gosh, they must be busy. Um, They must be under a lot of demand. I, I wonder if I could do something to help out. So, my invitation for your mental strength practice for this week ahead is that for the next week, just try this practice out. Try jumping to generous conclusions. So, the next time someone lets you down, Is late, cuts in in traffic, or says something that, you know, is a bit insensitive or rubs you up the wrong way, you know. In that moment, asking yourself, what is the most generous interpretation you can make about this person's intentions or behaviors? And as always, as you deploy this mental strength practice in your daily life, just really paying attention to the effects it has on your body, on your mind in your relationships and in your life. And if it's helpful, of course, keep using it to get mentally stronger bit by bit and day by day. I think that you'll find by using this practice in your life, by jumping to generous conclusions, that you're going to be cultivating more understanding, more connection and more peace in your life, both within you and without all the best with the practice. I wish you a wonderful week ahead and I'll see you on the next episode of mentally stronger until then take care and stay strong. If you know someone who you think might benefit from listening to this episode, share it with them. Sharing it could really help them to feel better and improve the quality of their life. And if you found this episode helpful, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you can receive more tips on growing your mental strength. And if you'd like some more support in becoming mentally strong, come over to the website and check out the different coaching and training options I have on offer there for you. You can find the links for all of that in the show notes. And thanks again for tuning in. Take care and stay strong.